Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash, and today we are talking about expense ratios. That is, when you're investing in multifamily property, what percentage of your gross revenue can you expect to pay in expenses? Now, of course, this is a number that can vary quite widely. And so today, I want to go through the various factors that come into play in determining the overall expense ratio so that when you're analyzing a multifamily property, or in fact, any rental property, you can make a reasonable value judgment as to whether that expense ratio makes sense or not for that particular property. But before we get into analyzing the detailed expenses, let's define what we mean by the operating expenses. We're talking about the recurring operating expenses associated with the property, not including the debt service. So we're not including any payments associated with principal or interest payments associated with any loans on the property. And generally speaking, your best properties from a financial point of view are the ones that are going to have the lowest expense ratio. The reason for that is twofold. A class A property is going to have the highest rent. And secondly, there are certain types of expenses that really are not going to vary depending on the class of property. So for example, the cost of electricity is the same regardless whether it's being used by an A-class apartment or a C-class apartment. Cost of electricity remains exactly the same. The same for water or any other utility. The cost of labor to repair and clean the property, that hourly rate's going to remain basically unchanged regardless whether you're collecting $600 a month in rent or $2,000 a month in rent for a particular apartment. For some of the best properties in the marketplace, I've seen expense ratios ranging anywhere between 25 to 30% of the gross income associated with the property. At the other end of the spectrum, in lower income apartments, where the utilities are being paid for by the landlord, that is heat, water, electricity, I've seen expense ratios even approaching 60% of the gross income. In some lower income properties, the landlords feel compelled to bundle in the utilities because people with low income are generally dealing with fixed income and even a small difference in cost from one month to the next, even a $20 or $50 change in cost can make a big difference in affordability. Even things like seasonal variation between electricity and heating costs can be a a big issue for a tenant. So by bundling in the utilities, the landlords smooth out that cost, and they also improve the predictability with which tenants pay the rent fully and on time. Obviously, there's a big difference in profit margin when you're dealing with a 40% net operating income, that is your expenses up around the 60% ratio, compared with a property that's generating 70% net operating income and has an expense ratio at 30%. The biggest factor that affects expense ratio is the decision whether to have tenants pay the utilities or landlord paid utilities. Second factor to consider is insurance. Areas that are considered high risk by the insurers are obviously going to have a much higher insurance premium. And the principal factors that insurers look at are the risks associated with the area. So for example, if you're in an area that is prone to frequent flooding or you're in a high crime area, those things can definitely affect your insurance premiums. And finally, if you yourself, the borrower, have a history of a lot of claims that also can affect your insurance premium. The third major factor is property taxes. In some communities, property taxes are quite low. We recently examined two very similar assets located in two neighboring states. One property was located in Louisiana, and the market study showed that that particular property was going to have an expense ratio of around 31-32%. An almost identical property being managed by the same company in the state of Texas, where there's lower state tax, but much higher property tax, had an expense ratio of 44%. 
That's a big difference for what amounts to almost an identical type of asset. The biggest financial factor separating those two properties was nothing else than the property taxes. Another factor is deferred maintenance. If you're dealing with an older property that hasn't been well maintained, you may experience big ticket repairs on a frequent and regular basis. A properly managed property is obviously going to reserve for those future repairs, but if those reserve funds are not in place, you're going to have a big surprise and your expense ratio is going to be out of whack. And the final factor that affects the expense ratio is unit turnover. The longer tenants stay in a property and the fewer unit turns you have on a particular apartment, the lower your expenses are going to be. For the simple reason that unit turns result in vacancy and they result in cleaning and repair costs that normally you would not incur if those units remain occupied throughout the duration. A particular focus on tenant retention can keep your expenses low. So to recap, broadly, the things that affect the expense ratio the most are number one, utilities, number two, insurance, number three, property taxes, number four, deferred maintenance, and number five, unit turnover. As you're analyzing the financial performance of your properties, look at it from the perspective of those five factors, and it may give you greater insight as to whether the expense ratio for that particular property makes sense or not. Meantime, have a spectacular day, make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.